0: is on the microphone. They send it to speakers found within my car and home. They don't need a Y to go with their X chromosomes. They are the most, the most popular. Get some weekly geeky stereo love As a geek I need to know about all this stuff Once a week is never ever really enough Of girls on the internet They are the most
1: popular girls on the internet
0: Hey there cats and kittens Welcome to our dumb lives I am Cassandra Cassandra We are in Island Station Tea with Miss Tara. Hey! Hey, kids! (laughs) (laughs) It's Christmas weekend. Yeah! We both have next week off. Yeah! We're drinking some martinis, so be careful.
1: Martini
0: time! (laughs) Sorry we didn't record (laughs) last week. I I posted in the group that we were recording. And then we didn't. Because we were making cookies and it took far too long. We were just...
1: Filled to the brim with flour, which sounds gross, but (laughs) the cookies were delicious. Yes.
0: Next year, I'm making the dough in advance. That's the key. (laughs) Preemptive dough. Yes, because, oh my God. It was. I was here for like nine hours, right? And we right. still didn't have time to record because we were making too many damn cookies. And
1: that's how I know this is my friend because I can put up with somebody for nine <laughs> hours. They're <laughs> definitely a friend.
0: Yeah. Uh, so what the hell you been up to in the last
1: month? Oh my goodness! I'm so glad you asked.
0: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have found that Path of Exile is now available on the Xbox. And And what is
0: Path of Exile? It is
1: basically shooty, shooty, looty, looty. But maybe it's a game with a gigantic skill tree. Or Mm. maybe it's a gigantic skill tree that has a game in it.
0: I think okay. the latter.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Is it
0: like fantasy based? It's or? fantasy based.
1: Okay. So you're basically exiled. Path of exile. <laughs> gotcha. And you are on this, you have been shipped to this place where all of the other exiles go to. Okay. And so they're low on food and resources and they don't have a path of trade. So you go on the path of an exile.
0: <laughs> so are you. Like, is it uh, like a D and D kind of base? Yeah, or? well, the
1: mechanics remind me a little bit of um, like Diablo. Oh, okay. Um, meets like Torchlight.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. And except for the skill tree, is freaking amazing. <laughs> There's so-, so many choices. If you are somebody who cannot make choices, this is not the <laughs> game for you.
0: I get there. Sometimes I'm just like, I don't know. I'll just one at a time in everything because I don't know what I'm
1: doing. Yeah, it's a a fun game, and and I've been enjoying that. Also, um, Sims came out on the Xbox, (laughs) and there's that side of me that loves a little Sim
0: time. You know what's terrible is last time after we recorded – I was like, because I spend a lot of time at my laptop, so our our living room and computer room are next to each other, and they just kind of have a big, like, French doors between Mm -hmm. them, and they're usually open. So Jeff will be out, and he hogs the PS4, and um, so I was like, well, you know, I always sit on my Facebook or doing my wonderful spreadsheets and things like that, (laughs) because I'm a weirdo who likes spreadsheets, and... uh, I thought, well, maybe I'll download Sims and then, you know, I'll just have something to do or whatever. And so I bought it on Steam. It was like 20 bucks yeah. and downloaded it. I made a house with me and you in it and I haven't been <laughs> back. Oh, well, I don't blame you. <laughs> I'm just like, I always forget. Like, I just don't think of gaming at all when I'm at oh. my laptop. That's just I, not the place for it.
1: I also got the latest Assassin's Creed Origins, and I, I'm not loving the mechanics. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels, to me, like, and people may hate on me for this, but it just feels like a step back from...
0: So what's I the... love? The, I love the story. What is the story? What time period and stuff? The, the story is
1: like ancient Egypt.
0: Oh, yeah. I was at... Uh... Our friend Adam's house. I was watching him play. That's right.
1: Yeah, but I I don't know. It. It's just different. I I might. I'll probably get back to it, and then I'll probably love it. Cause yeah, I just wasn't maybe in the mood for it. So I, I went just back remember to- the
0: sailing one. That was the one I liked to oh, watch. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: no, Black
0: Flag. Yeah, <laughs> all the sailor songs. I don't even songs. know if it was
1: Black Flag. That's like actually a cool punk band, but. <laughs>
0: Also <laughs> <Close> enough <laughs> it is now, <laughs> and
1: then uh and unity, I loved actually I loved the one with the Victorian one because I could go yeah. around Victorian London, and yeah, I
0: think Jeff played that <gasps> I remember, yeah, I climbing on the it. top
1: of Big Ben and the top of Westminster, yeah that was amazing. <laughs> Like going inside, yeah. sneaking around.
0: I have God, been inside Westminster. Cool. Next time we're in London, I have to go inside because there's all sorts of people buried there that I'd like to go see. <laughs> Are you talking about Westminster Abbey? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, uh Isaac Newton's in there for one thing. I'd like to go to his grave. But yeah, that's <laughs> that's a little side. <laughs> subject, <Yeah>. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I was thinking that I wanted to find a game, like, cause I I think last time I talked about how I haven't really played any games since the mm-hmm. summer. It mm-hmm. just I don't know. I get into other things and crafting and all that good stuff. <laughs> That's fine. That's cool. But winter's coming, and <laughs> as thank Ned Stark, you, Ned Stark. As Ned Stark, <laughs> say. And usually in the winter, like. January, February, I kind of just hunker down and hibernate and hide in the house. So I like to have a game to play, but it has to be a certain kind of game. So I went out on the Midlife Gamer Facebook group and asked for recommendations. And what I like is, like, a puzzle game or a platformer. I don't want a lot of story. I don't want to have to have a lot of dialogue. I like maybe some, like, trance or techno music or, like, a good soundtrack. Sure. So I can just kind of, like, relax into it and just, you know, do whatever. And So examples would be, like, the last one I did was it last year or the year before was Witness, which is a Mm -hmm. big puzzle game, and, like, Bastion and Child of Light I think was one, and Geometry Wars 2, Peggle, all, you know. Just, okay. Like, all sorts you know of- what my
1: go to is for like zoning out? I have two of them actually. Ooh. One of them is threes.
0: Threes. I know you love threes, and I just could not oh, get into threes. I-, I love
1: threes. And then, um, Sparkle 2. <laughs> it's such a dumb <laughs> name too. Is it uh, on? i oh, well on-
0: Sparkle 2, <laughs> but I do. Do you know the band Sparkle Horse? You know, they're really good. (laughs) Sparkle Horse. But every time we put, like, Jeff will play one, I'll be like, Sparkle Horse. (laughs) That's like, Tame
1: Impala. I like Tame Impala too. The the music is so deep.
0: Yeah. But yeah, Sparkle Horse, they have really deep music too, but it's like, I just like
1: Sparkle Horse. Why? (laughs) Fluffy Unicorn concert tonight, man. We're going to rock it. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I think they're running out of band names, though, because there's some. Like, I played um, Portugal the Man for you, yeah. which I like their music, but Portugal the Man? Like, really? It, it, it's a country. I'm it, sorry. Uh, I don't know. It just seems like a dumb band bandmate. Anyways, <laughs> my point was on uh, Midlife Gamer, I asked, and so I got a bunch of recommendations. Thank you if you gave me a recommendation after there. And I did go, like, it was Wednesday night. So usually, Jeff goes to bed early, and I have a couple hours to do what I want to do. And then Jeff wakes up before me, and he has a couple hours to do what he wants to do. So Wednesday night, I had my couple hours. I went through the whole list of Midlife Gamer. I looked at all of the trailers for all the games on PS4. And I chose a game called Okami which is actually new i believe and it just had a it's a platformer it has a really cool art style you get to play yeah. as like this wolf doggy thing yeah. and i was like oh this looks really cool so i do down- you know bought it of course it takes a couple hours to download well i haven't been able to get on the ps4 since then <laughs> cuz last night jeff stayed up late instead of going to bed so i didn't get the damn <laughs> computer or the ps4 and then tonight I'm here so yeah tomorrow I will kick him off cuz I want to check that out and also there was a couple other games that people listed that are definitely on my list now um a lot of people recommended Stardew Valley, I think it is. Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's like a big one on Twitch TV.
0: Oh, really? That people
1: will do Stardew Valley.
0: Definitely. Yeah. And I, you know, I looked at it and I'm like, yeah, it looks interesting, but it's not really what I'm in the mood for at this particular time. Yeah. So it's on my list, but I'm going to try this Okami first. And, God, I can't remember the other ones. But, yeah, there was, uh oh, and then, like, um Thumper... <laughs> Which is actually for... Like Bambi and Thumper? <laughs> no, that's what I think, too. It's actually for the uh, virtual reality. Okay. So I'm thinking next time we have a Ray and Rob party, they have the virtual reality. I can't remember what it's called for PS4. It's VR. Just VR? Okay. And uh, seeing if maybe I can buy it on their system to play it. Because it's like a music game, mm-hmm. and you're on a rail... And you have to avoid things, oh, you know, things like that. Oh, wow, cool! Kind of like Space Giraffe, but
1: <laughs> that reminds me, I asked Jeff Minter to bring back Space Giraffe. Like, <laughs> nice. I was, I am so like Space Giraffe forever. Oh. He had, he had tweeted something about like how his games, you know, would mm-hmm. be great if they were in for this generation. I'm like Space yeah. Giraffe forever yeah. <laughs> because. His games are so freaking psychedelic.
0: Yeah, there it's- was Thumper is super psychedelic. And there was another one somebody recommended that was very psychedelic. And I'm like, yeah, I think I could get into these in January. Yeah. But colorful, but not too like, like I asked for not too much noise and craziness because no. I was thinking like, not like like Crash Bandicoot, where which I played that. But it's just kind of like noisy. more. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, Space Giraffe was one of those games that I could just crank on some Lenny Kravitz and play it mm-hmm. and just kind of get in the zone and enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy.
0: <laughs> I know I tried Man. Space Giraffe, I couldn't get it. I just oh, didn't think
1: I was good enough. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And then, like, text, you are meh. <laughs> oh, awesome game. Oh, I don't know if last time that we recorded, did I say I got a, the new Xbox? No, I One think X. I forgot
0: about that. It was like just a couple days after you got it, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah.
1: Jim got me an early Christmas present. Yeah. And the Project Scorpio edition.
0: <laughs> what I've does been, that mean? <laughs> it just,
1: that's what they call the Xbox One X before they actually oh. called it the Xbox One X. So, yeah. Oh, no, it's beautiful. And so much space. I can have all my games on there. All of them. And I don't have to have a separate hard drive.
0: So happy. You had an Xbox One though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We went went to the
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like,
0: yeah, I was there when you bought it. Never mind.
1: So I'm going to put the Xbox One down in the uh, basement rec room Mm
0: -hmm. and have
1: a place for like Just Dance or
0: things like that. Just sort of the motion gaming area. Yeah. Man, I moved around our living room, and so I disconnected all the electronics and moved them. We haven't reconnected our Xbox. We haven't used our Xbox One in ages. We just always use the PS4. And we I, we also had a 360 that was yeah. in there. That mm-hmm. it, so now I have, like, two 360s.
1: Hashtag
0: first world problems. my <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> i but bought too is. many consoles. It <laughs> is first in a case girl. of the Mondays. <laughs> I'm trying to declutter. I'm trying to simplify my life, man, to make the world a better place. Sure, sure. (laughs) Cut
1: yourself down a couple Xbox 360s and donate (laughs) them, man.
0: But, like, I don't know if you can donate. Like, what do you do? Why Why wouldn't
1: you donate? Just donate them to, like, a community center or something. I
0: suppose. I should look into that because I'm like, I have those. Of course, I think I have, like, a ps2 and yeah like yeah that.
1: no seriously when we moved so we got rid of like a few consoles and a mm-hmm. lot of games and we just gave them to the neighborhood kids is what we did
0: yeah i suppose did you give them to the neighborhood they just came yeah. out and asked for them, right Didn't-
1: well no there was like a a kid that was like riding his bike by you know oh. and we had some stuff out in the driveway to, like kind of take this yeah and a kid was like You know, scooping up one of the Xboxes or something, and Jim's like, "Hey, do you want some more games?" You know, we're just like, "Yeah." So here's a whole bunch of games. (laughs) You know, yeah. We well, especially like in the neighborhood that we were in, it was. You know, those kids don't get consoles and stuff like that. So, I mean, it just it it made us feel good and it made them feel good. So,
0: you know, I just don't know if like uh, because I'll. As I'm decluttering my house, the Epilepsy Foundation comes around once a month and takes stuff. And I don't know if they would take those or not. Because I think maybe they get a lot of junk that people are like, oh, here's this old, you know... VHS players. my beta max. <laughs> or, you know, people put I got, it out there.
1: I got a water bed that you can have.
0: <laughs> Sorry. It just sounds so. Weird. I put like old electronics out and they don't work and then they have to pay to garbage them. Here, um here's stuff.
1: a seal a meal.
0: That is a fucking deep cut seal a meal. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who are not in Minnesota, <laughs> there's a comp well, in the United States, you might know, because of Ron Peel but he's from Minnesota, and he had this comp- company called KTEL yep. and Ronco. Yep. Yep. And, uh, his name was Ron Popiel, so it was Ronco. And he did all these, like. There was
1: a weird Al Yankovic song called Mr. Popiel. <laughs>
0: oh, in case but you did didn't know. He did all of these. Well, in the 70s, KTEL records. Oh, no. KTEL must have been. Was that separate from Ron Popiel? Mm, Ronco. K-
1: KTEL was different. Okay, um, okay. Yeah. Actually, right by where we work yeah, is KTEL, K-Tel Drive. Drive. That's where they yes. were out of. So, so
0: KTEL did, like, compilation, uh,
1: best of the 70s yeah, record albums <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. like
0: you get like a whole like the best of the 70s and it be like hot a, cruising hits by yeah. k-tell <laughs> but ron popeel had ronco and he would do all sorts of weird inventions pocket, pocket fisherman the pocket fisherman and set it and forget it the uh um, uh mr microphone Yes. Which I'll ad, pick the, you up later. The ad was so funny because it was like these guys, so basically Mr. Microphone was a microphone you could use to uh, broadcast over your radio. Like any
1: AM radio
0: yeah. channel where so you're you between it channels. You put on whatever channel. Yeah. Yeah. And so the ad was these guys in a in a convertible and they're driving down the street and there's these girls <laughs> the guy's like, hey baby, I'll be back to pick you up later. <laughs> <laughs> and seal a meal was a vacuum seal product that you... Yes. yes. So.
1: <laughs> we really have gone down the lane. The uh, memory lane. The rabbit hole. Yes. Of the,
0: but he also did... He had, yeah. like, um, in the 90s, there was uh, the hair in a can. So, oh, did he do that? Yes. Seriously? So it was, like, supposedly supposed to make it... You look Cover like you bald had, spots yeah. if you had a bald spot. But it was, like, just a can of spray paint or something. I don't it know. was... Yeah. Was, and he would do infomercials,
1: set it and forget it was the... Yeah. Uh, he was like the 80s, 90s version of the ShamWow guy. Yeah. Really.
0: <laughs> so, anyway. There we go.
1: <laughs> Cheers to you.
0: I don't even remember what we were talking about before that.
1: <laughs> Donating your shit.
0: Oh, yes. Getting rid of my consoles and old electronics and... Oh, I'll have to look in my, like a rec center or a youth center or something might be might yeah. be interested in it yeah and well, Jeff is such a pack rat though he has like a big box of games he doesn't want to get rid of and I'm just like oh.
1: you can get almost anything digitally
0: right now I so. know we also have a big box of Blu-rays and DVDs that you, there's a few like I understand ones that maybe are out of print or you can't get you know there's like some obscure ones that we own that I yeah. want to keep yeah. But, but
1: that's like keeping your VHS cassettes. It's like Or your eight tracks. You know. know. Or your laser discs.
0: I just have to humor him though, because after a while he'll probably be like, Oh yeah, we'll just get rid of those. We're kind of putting every all of that stuff into one room now. And eventually we're gonna have to go through that room.
1: <laughs> Although, you know, if there is like in a pop apocalyptic situation. Now you have everything in a physical format versus <laughs> digital format. So
0: well this is true, but there won't be any electricity, so maybe that's, we can that's true. build a generator that this we can have the dogs the, run on a The wheel. zombies
1: can run on them. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah. I got I, was,
1: I got this all figured out. All
0: right. Very good.
1: We'll put a brain on a little uh, piece of string with yeah. a stick. <laughs>
0: I got it figured out. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: So now that we've covered our plans for the zombie apocalypse and Mm -hmm. what we've been up
0: to. My real plan for the apocalypse is that I will die quickly. Ah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I, I am 47 and I have kind of a bad knee. I will be dying quickly. Yeah.
1: I I was a great zombie fighter like you until I took an arrow to the knee.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Oh <laughs> my
1: goodness! You're the only one left who gets that no, joke. Our listeners, you uh, all get it too, because you you're
0: the same. You're a wonderful midlife people like us. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going for that young demographic. We want the nice. Boring, middle-aged graphic.
1: Hello and welcome to middle-aged NPR. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, middle age can be fun. I'm looking forward to the 50s, not the 1950s or the 2050s. My 50s. (laughs) 2050s.
1: We won't even be alive. I hope I'll be alive. Maybe I'll be cryogenically frozen. I'll only be in my 70s. Hopefully I'll be alive. I don't know. You know, the life expectancy rate dropped again this year.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm above average. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Aren't we all above average? Everybody else are idiots. Uh, At least 50% of the population.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so so yeah
1: lately i've been like on current events overload oh, no.
0: like, like yeah i, I know I I,
1: I I wake up in the morning as much and as i can but. i read i read the world of current events and i'm like okay so who's accused of sexual misconduct today <laughs> let us see <gasps> l franken my hero no at no. least garrison keeler is still a good oh no <laughs>
0: It is not. They edible, were quite weak robbed. and like, well, but God. I think, well, there hasn't been too many since those two. And I think maybe Poop are like, oh, time to pull back the witch hunt. I, I don't know what to...
1: <laughs> I hate the word witch hunt. But Why
0: do you hate witch hunt? Because
1: <laughs> President Trump like says it all the time. Oh. <laughs> I don't listen to him. <laughs> so God.
0: therefore, I can use it in a normal way. <laughs> Plus, you don't have to put president in front of his name, really. You can just it's say true. Trump. <laughs>
1: I was actually thinking about what it would be like if I could have an impeachment party. You were like, you should throw a New Year's Eve party. Yeah. But I was like, I don't know. That's kind of, I would love to, I am starting to plan like my impeachment
0: party menu. (laughs) Just don't be, you know, it might not, it could be. It might not happen. It might not happen, but it could happen. Three more years, you can have a party when he's. God.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I was gonna like start things off with a Thai cob salad <laughs> and some tea rump roast <laughs> and uh, dessert, some impeachment cobbler. <laughs> I'm not sure on the cocktails though.
0: It's always martini time in my world. <laughs> I agree.
1: And cheers to you with our cheers. fabulous plastic cups.
0: Hey, we we break things a lot, so plastic is good. <laughs>
1: But they're not red solo cups, so. No, no. I have standards.
0: Yes. These are reusable plastic. They're very pretty. They have little bubbles Thank in them. Thank you.
1: I thought they would, uh, They would like, be set off by the black lights. Yes, they're very festive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like little snowflakes. It's a snow globe in your
0: hand. Well, I do think that's. Uh, I don't know. It's so confusing. <laughs> the whole, like,. I am so confused. Witch hunt, you know what is? I don't know the Me Too thing. I didn't Me Too because I don't like participating in things like that.
1: <laughs> I um I always have thought that a survivor does not owe anybody their story. Yeah, he or she do not owe anyone their story. If if they want to share, um, I am inclined to believe them, and that means. Against people I like, like mm-hmm. Al Franken. I like, I liked Al Franken. I, I still like Al Franken, um, and people like Garrison Keeler. I,
0: yeah, I just for me, I just
1: can't be one of those people that are like, oh, there's no way, because I'm that not- that. I'm sure there are people that are that way about Harvey Weinstein. I'm sure there are people that <laughs>
0: that think, way about Matt. Lauer. I think Harvey, Harvey Weinstein was a well poorly kept secret. Was he like but, the Jabba the Hut of Hollywood? Yeah, I think everybody, you know, and people made jokes about it. I think everybody, you know, it was an open secret basically. But I, for me, like, it's not even that like Garrison Keillor and uh, Franklin are liberal because I don't really see myself as liberal I'm more libertarian or centrist but it's just like the information about what they did to me is so mild that it didn't warrant you know losing your job
1: like if somebody touches a back versus gropes a buttock versus gropes a tits versus says
0: suck my cock otherwise you're never gonna work in this town again or you know jacks off in front of somebody or you know what I mean and with Al Hi, Franken, Louis C.K. <laughs> I know. With with Al Franken, okay, so I tend to avoid the news because I don't like it. <laughs> it's but, so depressing. Um, so I know there's been some other accusations of him groping or things like that. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really looked into those, but the one that started it all of him with the picture where he's pretend, he's pretending to grope that woman and he's not actually touching her. And
1: he actually posed with pictures
0: of like guys that were in the group too. And so to me, like that picture is just a comedian being goofy. It's like the same if he would have drawn a mustache on her while she was sleeping. You know what I mean? It's just like a goof, like, ha ha, ha it's me being goofy. And yeah. so like, there's a difference between that and, like, if he really was like, hey, let's unbutton her shirt and, like, feel her boobies because she's passed out. Like, that's... You know? So I think as a society, we're just trying to figure out all those subtleties, too.
1: I don't know. You know, I, I guess it depends on how she feels, right? Because apparently yeah. she was angry about it for a really long time. And when he apologized, she was okay with it. But people of the Democratic Party were not okay with it and yeah. and and then other people came forward so I, yeah I, I don't know
0: man it's just freaking this is like a weird year <laughs> been a weird couple years 2016 was the year of everybody dying right (laughs) that was when everybody Ah, people die every year no but that year was like bowie prince carrie fisher uh george michael (laughs) like all these you know every week somebody and trump gets elected oh oh god it's been it is interesting. It's like this whole cultural the end is upheaval. Nigh. <laughs> it is, I don't think the end is nigh. And that's, you know, no. part of it. But it is a cultural upheaval. And I remember, like, being young and thinking, like, oh, what would it have been like to be in the 60s, you know? Yeah. Like, and I, I kind of had that nostalgia. Obviously, I was a deadhead and a hippie and kind of into that kind of whole thing and kind of looked back at the 60s longingly. But now I'm like, man, it must have been scary. It must have been crazy. I was, uh, I actually
1: sought the advice of my elders on that because at the time there was, there were riots happening about, well, uh, uh, about, about race, equity, about,
0: well, you think of it, it's like <sighs> all okay, kinds of things, right? So there's, there's riots, there's like the Watts riots, there's all that. Uh, uh, MLK gets 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 assassinated. Well, JFK does in the early sixties, and MLK does, and Robert Kennedy does. Who like everybody sees as like really this hope for the future. He gets assassinated. Like all these people are getting assassinated. And then you have Kent State where like the army is shooting students. Right. And right. you have like the riot the the civil rights movement where they're like getting fire hosed and people are being lynched and it's just like crazy crazy so compared to now i do think there's you have
1: charlottesville yeah yeah there's like
0: there's similar stuff going on and now it's like oh now i know it's like this whole like what do you think you know and as somebody who's not 20 and leading that charge it's you know you do think like you know, lighten up, right? <laughs> to people who are all—it's like it, it's not as bad as it was back then. You know, that's kind of, sometimes I feel that way. But
1: there are people that yeah. want to bring it back to the way it was back then, and that's the—that's yeah. the scary thing. That's why you do have to be vigilant. And when I was, when I was, I guess waxing philosophical i i said you know hey anybody who lived through the 60s what did you think during that time of watergate when that stuff was happening mm-hmm. and my uncle replied and said that they were all just pissed off yeah they they didn't know what what the fuck was happening yeah, and yeah. they were angry yeah and i could kind of see that and i can kind of see that i can see that now
0: one of the reasons that current events are difficult for me, like, even in high school and stuff, I didn't. I love history, but current events, to me, it's like, you can't know what's going on. Like, you can't really know what's going you on. You don't because, know the end
1: of the story because it's still happening. Yeah,
0: it's still happening, plus, like, you know, like, think about when Watergate's going on. Well, the White House isn't telling you everything. Like, there hasn't been all this investigation and, you know... And, and he was firing people. Yeah, yeah, so... I mean, to me, I kind of like being able to look back and...
1: uh, To read it like a a piece of history. Yeah,
0: be able to actually analyze it and see all the different sides and all this stuff, where when I'm in it, it's just like so chaotic that it's hard to see, know who's telling the truth. So right right.
1: now, we are in the place where elders were back in the 1960s. Yeah, yeah. And and so I I guess I can understand that. And, and one day, those young people that are out there, those children that are waiting for Santa to come, are going to one day read about this era in their history books. And who knows what they're going to say, because we don't know how that story's going to play out yet.
0: I really hope that the younger generation, like the kids today, like real kids, like 10-year-olds, I hope they rebel and that they're really... <laughs> rebel against what? Rebel against for what? how millennials what 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 do you think <laughs> what do
1: you think i don't know what kind of what what kind of parents are millennials going to be what or yeah, generation y right I know
0: it's this is kind of going into a different subject of I know the young the generation after we us. are
1: going down a rabbit hole i know it's kind of fun i'm having a great time i'm
0: following the way well where's the mad hatter we need the tea party. <laughs> um i've got the tea <laughs> <Yeah>. oh <laughs> your teacup is empty i know time to martini refill. time mm. <laughs> um Continue while I... No, so, okay. So there's part of me who realizes that me complaining about the next... The generation younger than me is nothing new. There's, like... That's
1: baby boomer boomers complaining about Gen Xers, well, right? Well,
0: no, there's, like... I can't remember which, there's a Greek philosopher, it might be Socrates or something like that, but there's like a quote where he's talking about how the younger generation doesn't know anything and they have hmm. lost their morals. Sure. So it's like, it's a perennial thing, right? Obviously my generation is different, but it's kind of interesting to watch because Gen X, we're in the middle between baby boomers, yeah, giant generation, millennials, giant generation. And you know, our whole lives, we were the latchkey kids. Mm-hmm. We were told we were never Products gonna, of
1: divorce. Prod,
0: you know, like the first, Cynical. The first, like, millennials, a lot of millennials are the product of divorce, too. But mm-hmm. I think it's normal now. Whereas, you know, when I was a kid, being from a divorced family was still not very normal in yeah. my small town.
1: Uh, yeah. And,
0: you know, and, and people didn't know how to take care of their kids or how to go through a divorce without having horrible things, you know, screaming and using the kids as collateral and all that shit. And plus we were told, you know, we're gonna be the first generation to be worse than our parents. Worse off than our parents. Oh, we
1: weren't going to do anything. You know,
0: and plus we were in the wake of the baby boomers, so we saw them all trying to do, like, oh, we're gonna build this utopia, and it all went to shit. So, you know, what do we have? We have punk, we have grunge, we have... (laughs)
1: hair (laughs) metal. we have smartphones we have self-driving cars no we have
0: no amazon web services not not when we were we do but that's not really like we kind of started that in the 90s exactly but it's not necessarily like i know people our age who kind of don't you know they wouldn't be on social media Or things like that right you know they might be on Facebook so they can talk to their mom or something like that but you know they're so we have like a kind of a split generation right so there's still people who don't use social media don't aren't really into the whole that kind of culture but I think like I see a lot of things that millennials go through I'll see them commenting on different things about like well my parents could buy a house when they were 20 and blah blah blah. and it's like we couldn't either no 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 we, couldn't, we but we never expected to and we moved out because we didn't want to be with our parents and I guess that's how I kind of I'm hoping that we ate ramen noodles I think it's good and it's bad because yeah. I think millennials and maybe gen I've heard them called iGen I've heard them called Gen Z whatever the next generation is going to be they, it's kind of sad because the teens now they have a really high suicide rate still but they're living very safely like and they don't take a lot of risks but they're depressed because they're you know and there's like i listen to a lot of podcasts and story you know things with stats and things like that so our generation also had a pretty high suicide rate yes
1: yes it did
0: and so millennials (laughs) don't now this next generation is kind of doing that and so that's why i guess i'm kind of i think the millennials get along so well with their parents and they want to eat well and like their parents pay rent for them and they make have sure to. they have food and, you know, sure, and, sure. and get that support. But they're
1: like baby birds that never fly out of the nest. Yeah. And they never learn to fly because they keep clipping their wings.
0: <laughs> so I guess I'm hoping that, you know, but at the same time, right. Okay. I look at that and I realize that I'm seeing this as a generalization. Like I know I have nieces and nephews that are millennials and, you know, some of them they do have their rent paid by their parents and some of them don't. And so, yeah. you know, so realistically, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who are, you know, eating ramen noodles every day, just like we did. Yeah.
1: And it's I, what drives you to try to do better.
0: Yeah. But I just I kind of hope that the next generation is just kind of pissy and not not so like we you know you see like on uh, silicon valley or like all the startups like they do their present presentations like we want to change the world we want to make the world a better place
1: hey man i w- <laughs> we work for a company that I wants know, to work- exactly. make the world a better <laughs> That's place
0: totally and, and so i'm hoping so... like the next generation is just like fuck the world
1: <laughs> no <laughs> okay i'm not but
0: (laughs) fuck you punk rock forever (laughs) i'm hoping that
1: aliens invade and that people unite as humans that's my hope
0: yeah i don't i I don't know i it's it's interesting too not having kids because i don't really have a stake in the game right like, I'm going to be gone in whatever. No 20, horse in the race. 20 to 50 years if I live till I'm 97 or 100. If I'm not, like, pushing
1: a tr- shopping cart down the road, screaming oh, at cars and eating cat I definitely, food, me too.
0: That is definitely one of my, like, that's definitely one of my possible futures because I don't have kids. Yeah. That I might be just like a homeless crazy lady. That Me too. Happen. We can be homeless crazy ladies together. Oh,
1: dude, we will <laughs> so share a cardboard box.
0: So, but it is, it's, I think like I can observe what is happening a little more detached and clinically because I don't have to worry about like what is the world going to be like for my grandkids? Yeah. You know, what is the legacy for this world? Where it's like, you know what? Global warming or climate change, a lot of that stuff, whether it's, you know, I believe it's happening, whether or not it's humans or I don't know, I don't pay a lot of attention to it because the earth will go on. We're not saying, oh, we're ruining the earth. We're ruining the earth for humans. And so humans will go away, perhaps. But the Earth is still going to be here. The Earth has been through many cataclysmic events until a gigantic asteroid exactly. collides. A- a- Asteroids and, have and been. There's been massive fires and galaxies
1: <laughs> merged together. We hit Andromeda <laughs> in about 63 billion years yeah. from
0: now. So whether or not we're we're ruining the Earth, it's not. We're not ruining the Earth. We're ruining our ability to live on the earth. And now I am drunk and really rambling, so I'm gonna stop. Uh, 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 Oh my god. I love Ah! you too. (laughs) Good lord. What the hell have I just said? But my problem with when I'm drunk is I don't feel like I'm drunk and I just feel like I'm just talking and saying what I think. And then I get home, and then the next day I'm like, what the hell did I say?
1: That's what I think about the president. And then I realize he doesn't
0: drink. And then like, that gets really that's scary. His problem. It was <laughs> so funny when, you know, when I was like 20 something or whatever, we'd all be sitting around smoking weed and be like, you know, if everyone in the world just smoked a bowl at the same time, like there'd be no wars. Like everybody just be so mellow and relaxed. See,
1: I would stare up at the stars and say, there's every single one of those stars has planets rotating around them. <laughs> I'm certain of it.
0: Yes.
1: What is the infinitesimal uh, possibility that any one of those solar systems could contain a planet just like ours? <laughs> With people like ours right now, st- Staring up at the yes. sky, going, Man, I bet there's other solar systems out there.
0: And maybe our solar system is just an atom in the thumbnail of a giant being. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> but see, if every if you know, if Trump just was doing that for a little while, we'd probably be pretty good. <laughs> He also said that we should just say no because that's what he did, because his brother was a drunk and then he decided not to be a drunk. So just say no. Right. Like, dude, you were alive in the eighties. I know. You were there and you were disgusting then too. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Grab him by the pussy. (laughs) Uh, And with
1: that bombshell.
0: Oh my god, how long have we been going? Fifty three minutes. Oh my goodness. Oh, we have some questions.
1: We do. Let's do it.
0: Let's do it.
1: It wasn't a full 53 minutes because I'll probably soft like ten of them. Yeah. So. Whatever. Uh, okay. I'll probably not soft that part though, because I'll probably put the other parts at the end because that's the way I roll. Um, by the way, I just love hanging out with you like once <laughs> a month. It is perfect for me. Yes. It's like so too. it's like you know I don't like over socializing, but all of the I...
0: fun and none of the hassle.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> hell yeah! Oh, I was looking for questions, wasn't I? Yeah, you were. I had to answer a text. Doop de doo. Okay, <clears throat> we have some nice Christmas questions. I love questions and non Cr- Christmas questions. Did I say Christian or Christmas? No, I said Christmas- <laughs>
1: Merry Christmas, everybody.
0: But we're starting with a non-Christmas question. All right. From Mark Middleton. He says, what is the funniest movie you have ever seen? So, there's a lot of funny movies. I probably, hmm, I would say Super Troopers is my all-time favorite. Super Troopers is your all-time favorite? That movie is so freaking hilarious. And for many different reasons. (laughs) But I would also maybe put like Mel Brooks movies, like Young Frankenstein or Blazing Saddles, something about Mary, like Fairly Brother movies. But yeah, Super Troopers, I think I'll.
1: I don't know what is your you favorite. No, that uh, something. About Mary is right up there. That was actually the first date movie I ever saw with Jim. Aw, cool. Yeah. And he was, he was so not really wanting to go see a chick flick. Because as, not
0: really a chick flick. No, no. But
1: But as, as friends, we went and saw like other movies. I think we saw Scream 2 together, Mm -hmm. Scream together. Um, that was, that was one that had him standing up. In the aisle, almost peeing his pants with the hair gel scene.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. So, <laughs> that is um, so I was just...
1: <laughs> But as as like a favorite funny movie, my favorite funny movie still to this day is A Christmas Story, which is ironic because it's Christmas yes. season. But the the tale of Ralphie and his quest for the red brighter BB gun mm. is my favorite.
0: It's so weird because I know so many people love that movie, and while I do like it now, and I appreciate it, and I think it's—I do think it's funny. But when it when I first saw it, I kind of didn't like it because all it was about was getting a present, and to me, it was like that's not what Christmas is about. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't forget the reason for the season. No. So, but since then, I've gotten over my snooty. Nineteen year old self, or however old I was, my first saw it. So what I but. loved
1: about it was not just about it being Christmas, but it likened back to a series of books that I loved as a child called Soup and Me. I do. I don't think I read those. Or maybe so we there haven't... was one called Soup, and then one called Soup and Me. Yeah. But it, but it takes place in like the during the Depression era. Yeah, and it, it's about a child growing up, and it's done from a first person perspective. Yeah, and,
0: there and his were, friend is Soup, right? His name, yes, is soup.
1: yes. And there was a scene in the series of books where they're throwing, they're putting crab apples on sticks and throwing them out into the town and hitting people. <laughs> and they get busted by a teacher and the teacher goes give me that and she Uh puts one on there and chucks it out into town and hits somebody (laughs) and they all run off and i love that just like
0: that
1: Uh that i think that was like one of the first books where i said oh teachers are people too (laughs) i don't know but that's what that movie reminds me of is Mm -hmm. thinking about like Your parents were people too. Like they had they had those desires and those wishes when they were kids.
0: I do have to say that every time we get something that says fragile fragile on it, we fragile. Ooh, fragile. Must be Italian. So uh, at (laughs) work. You know,
1: during the Christmas season at work, somebody wore an ugly Christmas sweater with a leg lamp on the front of it. Yeah. I did not see that, Oh, you, you missed out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I do. I like it now, and I like that it became a classic, and there's all sorts of funny things. I mean, there's the whole sticking your tongue on the lamppost, which...
1: Yeah, there's just stuff that <laughs> just does not go beyond generations. Like, it doesn't stop with a generation. There are still generations that will do it.
0: I, I identify with the sticking your tongue on the lamppost because uh, I, I did that when I was a kid. I did that
1: to a fence post.
0: I did it. I, I know I've talked about it on the old show, but maybe we have some new listeners. So we're going to retread some of my old stories. I was a Well, so when I was a kid, you know, they my brother, you know, I had three older siblings, two sisters, a brother, and my mom and dad. Like, don't stick your tongue on cold metal. And, but they never told me why. <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, what? You know, they'd be like, don't consider your So I was out, in, you know, I was on a farm. So I was out in the pasture by myself or kind of, it wasn't out in the pasture, but we had like a gate yeah. out back of the house that yeah. went into the pasture. And I'm like, I'm going to do it and see what happens. And so like, I just like, my whole tongue is like, and stuck in my How not, did not you? That's just a little tip. Just, like, how did hole. you get help? And so like. Then I'm stuck and I'm like, oh, and I'm like, I can't, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm i sitting there thinking, I can't, I cannot call for help because my (laughs) brothers and sisters are going to give me crap. You know, they're older too, right? Right, right. You know, I was probably like seven, so they were probably like 12, 14, and 16, (laughs) right? And and I'm just like, so I just went, (laughs) Oh, it ripped it oh my god It's was like ah so no wonder like that little...
1: Sajuan sauce didn't bother you
0: <laughs> you know and I could see like there's a little layer of cells or whatever your do not have skin but there's like little Oh! And I went running into those is, is anyone
1: cringing right now because I am <laughs>
0: And of course, my mom is just like, oh, what are you doing? I don't even know if my brothers and sisters found out. I should ask them next time I see you. But yeah, it was just <laughs> like, there's just no way I could tell them that I did this because right. they will just give me crap forever.
1: <laughs> is that the dumbest thing you've ever done as a kid?
0: <sighs> Probably. I'd have to think about it. I'm sure there's other I mean, obviously there's other dumb things I did as a kid <laughs> because I was a kid. But yeah, that was a pretty dumb one. And it was just all because of like, huh, oh, you tell me I can't do something, I'm going to do it cuz you I won't <laughs> we'll know see why. what happens. I'll judge for myself if I shouldn't stick my tongue to cold things. <laughs> it's like, yep. <laughs> And I don't know why I stuck my whole tongue. Like, I could have just put the very tip, like, in Christmas Story. He just, like, the very tip of his tongue. Yeah, yeah. Nope. I just stuck that whole thing. Ah! (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, Uh, Next question.
0: Okay. Gaming Luna wants to know, Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve, which do you prefer? Mm. I don't think I can choose. That's
1: a hard one. Uh, Christmas Eve is usually the time that I spend with family right hmm and so it's uh my family has gotten smaller over the years mm-hmm. my brother now lives in um completely on the other side of the country hmm so it's just Jim and my mother in law and I and the <laughs> cats and the <laughs> Ralph the pitbull and uh so yeah I I I really treasure Christmas Eve for its for that part of it. Yeah. And New Year's is with my friends. Mm-hmm. And and that's my chosen family, right? Your friends are. Yeah. So there's um Although, like, usually less things go wrong on Christmas Eve than on New Year's Eve. <laughs> I
0: don't know. Last New Year's Eve was bad because our friend slipped on ice and broke her ankle. But... Yeah,
1: yeah. That so was we rang
0: in the New Year with the 10, EMT nine. people. and then,
1: yeah, EMT time.
0: Yeah. They were there, I'm like, Happy New Year, thank you for your service and helping us. <laughs> Please don't call the police. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's hard for me to choose between them two because we always celebrated Christmas on on Christmas Eve. So growing up, we opened presents on Christmas Eve. Actually, Santa came on Christmas Eve. It's weird because, you know, as a kid, you think of all the things you make excuses for, right? Because, you know, the whole myth of Santa is that he comes at midnight, and then the morning you go down and the stockings that, are full. That was my Christmas. And that was everybody... But it wasn't my Christmas. We would go to... So, we had a car that sat six people. There's six people in our family. So, we would have to drive to town to pick up my grandma. Well, that meant either mom or dad had to stay home. And they would stalk the tree. And... But of course, that didn't occur to me, right? So they would drive. We would. Spoiler drive, alert! If you still believe in Santa, <laughs> we would drive to Saint Cloud, pick up my grandma, and mm-hmm. there was also there was a pole with a flashing red light on it, like a radio tower. Yeah, and so we would drive, driving. And my sisters would be like, "Oh, there's Rudolph going to our house." I don't know what I thought it was the rest of the year. <laughs> but I thought it was Christmas then. I love
1: it. <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: So we pick up grandma and we come home and Santa would have come while we were picking up grandma. And I asked my mom and she's like, "Oh, I st- I stay in the basement. We had like a we had kind of an unfinished basement, but there was a bed down there. Mm-hmm. She's like, "I go and I lay down and I take a nap while well, you guys are gone so I don't see Santa so he won't so he'll come. Cuz if he sees me, he won't come." But I just never
1: <laughs> That didn't sound dirty at all. <laughs>
0: i laid laid down in the bed so you'll come yeah i guess so you leave my mommy alone jesus sake i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sorry mom (laughs) so yeah we you know we would open our pre then we come home open presents the other thing that's funny about christmas eve for me too is my parents hate pizza I know, like who hates pizza? My parents do not like pizza. Okay,
1: I'm sorry, parents, but so,
0: what? <laughs> so on Christmas Eve, before we picked up Grandma, we would get Tombstone Pizza, and it was the only time of year that I got pizza at home, Holy... except for my birthday.
1: Oh wow!
0: It's so like, oh my God, Tombstone Pizza and, and school lunch. It was so <laughs> cool that you know we got got pizza. And it's funny because one of my sisters is just like, I can't believe we had pizza. And I'm just like, I thought it was the most wonderful thing ever. right? (laughs) So, and then when I, you know, got older, Jeff's Jeff's parents also, uh, they celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve. Now, Christmas is kind of, it's weird because my family is spread out over the country, so I don't really see my family at Christmas anymore. My parents are down in Arizona and, you know, my sisters are gone and my brother, he and his wife will... Travel at Christmas a lot, so you know I we see Jeff's parents, and so it's fun, but it's kind of eh. You know, so I think New Year's Eve now has more meaning for me.
1: Does it? So it's changed over the yeah. years,
0: and um, you know, I it's funny because New Year's Eve to me is actually really it's really important to do something on New Year's Eve, and it, it's silly because when I was like. I guess fifteen or so. You know, I was stuck at home. Yeah. Out in the country. And like I had a boyfriend and he called me or whatever. And they're all you know, they lived in town, so they're all like having fun together. So and you I was, were like, you were isolated. And, am like, never again. I will never spend New Year's Eve alone again. And so now it's like I have to have something to do on New Year's Eve. So you can come over to my house on yes, New Year's that's Eve. That's my plan this year. Cool. It's coming over to New Coming over here and hanging out. Yeah, and I like party. Like, we never go, like, out to bars or anything like that. I haven't done that ever. It's always been house parties. I've
1: done that, but it really feels meaningful to be around friends.
0: Yeah, I think so. It's like, we can hang out, we can drink, we can play some board games, we can do whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just, I like, I don't know, I... A lot of people are like, "Oh, it's just an arbitrary date that they choose to switch over." But to me, it's like, "No, you remember your life. You think of like, oh, 1978. You can't. Kind of, oh, you think of that year and you think of things that you did." So, or 1985. You, you think
1: about Christmas. It was chosen in the year 336 by Emperor yeah. Constantine. So
0: you know, just <laughs> to you know coincide with, with pagan holidays. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. I don't know. I think New Year's now is more important to me or more fun. I like it. Yeah. Whereas Christmas Eve, we have fun. We go out to Jeff's parents and see, you know, his sister. He has a small family. We kind of hang out and open gifts. For a long time, their tradition was to roast hot dogs on the on their in their fireplace. I always liked that, but they haven't been doing that lately. So, like, eh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old enough now where I'm at the point where I'm like, can't we just all like give each other like donations to charities? I that's
1: (laughs) actually that's an interesting thing because somebody asked me what I wanted for Christmas. I said make donations to Puerto Rico. That's what I want for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And they were like, Well, I already did that. I said, Thank you for the wonderful Christmas present. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, we kind of talked about a little bit on Thanksgiving with my with my in laws but it's just like i'm at the point where like i say i'm trying to declutter so i don't really need stuff
1: no but, no i need stuff for people that need stuff
0: so i would rather like you give money to the humane society that's my thing and yeah like, um you know so i don't know
1: yeah my my cause this year is puerto rico because there are American citizens still living without power and clean water and I yeah. cannot <laughs> abide by that. That just really bothers me. Yeah. Very much. So my- I have everything I want. I have everything I want. So, I have too
0: many Xbox three sixties. Yeah. So. <laughs> so so the only thing you I want You can feel my pain.
1: <laughs> the only thing I want are for
0: people that don't have it enough. So yeah. But it's funny because my sister-in-law is Puerto Rican and her dad was like, Ah, we had worse storms than that when I was a kid. (laughs) It is
1: a matter of perspective,
0: <laughs> I guess. I know, I know. I'm not saying that you should, we shouldn't donate, but I'm just like, well, are you crazy? No, you did not have storms like this when you were a kid. <laughs> I
1: I liken it to my grandmother's. When I was your age, I had to walk yes. to school in the winter, uphill both
0: ways <laughs> in know. the snowstorm. Oh, and we were grateful for the opportunity. And I, I realize when I talk about millennials, I do sound like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, we lived in really shitty apartments, and we ate ramen noodles, and it was terrible. Blah, blah, blah. I had
1: to ride my bike to the arcade <laughs> uphill, <y'all>, both
0: ways. <laughs> but realistically, like I understand that my situation was different because even though we were poor, we chose that because not not chose it, but like I knew if it was if where I needed, you were at if that I time. needed something. My my parents or Jeff's parents would be there to help yeah. us out, and there were times like our <laughs> we were living in this crappy apartment, and we had like a refrigerator from like 1955, right? Sure, so it was a crappy old apartment, and it got to the point where if you if you tried to open it, if you grab the handle, you get a shock. It's like <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we had to get a new refrigerator, and it, they made us pay a hundred dollars. Well, we didn't have a hundred dollars. <gasps> Holy shit! So my parents, you know, lo- helped you us a hundred dollars. So I know, like, for me, that yeah. my level of being poor was different because there are other people who were poor, so, are poor, yeah. who don't have that. You know, if, if they had to pay a hundred dollars for a fridge, you're just going without a fridge, dude. It
1: wasn't that long ago where I was that, yeah. you yeah. know, um, where like I was like feeling rich if I cleared 20,000 a year. Yeah. And um all I can say is this year I'm very grateful that I have heat and like I'm warm right now <laughs> yes. and that feels wonderful to me. Yeah. Yeah, on so many levels physically and emotionally. Yeah. So,
0: next question. Next question. All right, from Scott White. Most embarrassing gift to open in front of your family. Lingerie. Vibrator.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't A- have anything
1: you... to do with sex. Exactly. Yeah. But have you
0: have you ever had anything embarrassing? Yes. Opened?
1: Oh my god. Okay. Let me tell you this. <laughs>
0: Please do. When
1: I was sixteen.
0: Oh no. My
1: <laughs> stepsister. So, my dad married his high school sweetheart, mm-hmm. and his stepsister was like 10 years older than me. She mm-hmm. was... To me, she was super cool, because yeah, yeah. I was like 16, and she was like 26. Yeah. So, she was... She was older, she was going to college, and for Christmas, she got me laundry. And not just any laundry, oh not like God. a nightgown, but things with garters and straps and oh hooks and doodads <laughs> and ribbons and lace. And, oh, man. And my dad, my dad looked like he was wishing the earth would open up and swallow him whole. Oh, my
0: God. Because,
1: like, in my dad's eyes, I'm still, like, seven. You are sixteen,
0: so you probably shouldn't be getting gifts of lingerie. (laughs) Well, I was a little
1: active.
0: Well, yeah, but at the same time. And she knew
1: it, but then, 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 then. That in a different situation. (laughs) Like, just us two would be fine. Yeah, Yeah, so. Because,
0: like, when I was 19, for my 19th birthday, my oldest sister got me. a really nice, I mean, it was sexy, but it was, like, a little white, like, cotton top. Yeah. And uh, an undies. Huh. And so it was, like, a sex, but it was sexy. It was lingerie. But she didn't, like, I think she sent, you know, I didn't have to open it in front of people. Right. But it was funny, but my other sister was, was like, I don't know, what's she going to do with that? The oh. sister gave it to me is like... I have a pretty good idea what she's going to do with that.
1: Okay. And then, and then for my graduation present, my aunt got me a mini dress. Like an absolutely microscopic, oh, microscopic no. mini dress. <laughs> and the whole family, you know, somebody was like, yeah, go try it on, you know, because you know how family yes. is. And my mom's like, maybe not.
0: Oh, no. How old were so- you?
1: I I was 17 oh, okay. at, well, that, I at that at that point. Bad. That was my graduation party yeah. and just a bit before Independence Day quote unquote. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever had anything embarrassing that i've had to open and not even like at my at my well my bridal shower was it was a kitchen theme so everybody brought kitchen stuff
1: so anytime anybody has in the family has ever bought me anything embarrassing the family has always been like oh go try it on (laughs) you know and this stems back from like the age of six they bought somebody bought
0: the bunny suit from the christmas story that's why (laughs) why
1: i love that freaking movie because when i was six years old somebody bought me harem pants oh no yeah yeah (laughs) This is before MC Hammer, know, by the way. I
0: like, when you were six, hair and pants were not in style. No, this was
1: like the 70s. When I, this was, uh, I was six, it would have been 79. Yeah. So that's how
0: old I am.
1: <laughs> anyway, yeah, the whole family's like, oh, go try it on. And I come out and I, you know, somebody puts a ponytail. Oh, she looks just like Barbara Eden from oh, My no. Dream of Jamie. <laughs> uh, I was ready for the world to swallow me up.
0: I haven't gone through anything like that. I think, I don't know, I didn't get many clothes when I was younger that I didn't want. My grandma, bless her heart, she was, I mean, she had tons of grandkids. And so she obviously, you know, she would have to, do you remember Zare's Shopper City?
1: Oh, who doesn't remember (laughs) Shopper City? Dear, my brother used to play this joke with me that he would say Shopper he would say, "Okay, can you say Shopper City ten times fast?"
0: <laughs> so it was a department store. I don't even if it was Minnesota or Midwest. I don't know, but um, you know, it was like a Kmart kind of level of store. And so my my grandma would buy, would buy stuff there. We Kmart
1: would have been close to. Oh
0: God, what?
1: Like if you're in the UK, it would have been. To think of. Uh, uh, there is a story that's off of Hammersmith that is super has super cheap clothes. Yeah,
0: so and I can't
1: remember the name of it. not
0: remember. Either. <laughs> okay. All I can think of is Marks and Spencer, and they don't have <laughs> cheap clothes. It's no. not a Marks. It's cheaper than Marks and Spencer. Um, so you know she would get and we get like like super like cheap polyester pants. Yeah,
1: cheaper than TJ and... Maxx, because at least TJ Maxx has designer clothes.
0: Yeah, but... I don't think TJ Maxx existed at that point, at least not no, in, the, no, no, in no. Minnesota. But yeah, so, you know, and if, but, you know, it wasn't embarrassing. It was just like, oh, thank you, Grandma, and then we bring them back and buy something else kind of thing. Oh. And, you know, she never expected us to... I do remember her getting me a pair of tennis shoes that I liked, because the bottoms looked like they. They had brown spots on the bottom and I thought they looked like chocolate chips.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so my grandmother would knit me things like leg warmers and mittens and scarves and hats. And yeah. afghans. Actually, I still have one of the afghans that my grandma knitted for me yeah
0: i have my grandma did like blankets not quilts but she would just she went through a phase where she was making blankets like crazy (laughs) just you know fabric and i had my moon man blanket i don't know where that is i have to look around my house and find my moon i am not
1: following you right now on moon man blanket i'm
0: sorry it was a fabric that had a man and a woman hugging but the man's head was a crescent moon okay that was part of the pattern (laughs) very 70s i think we should move on to the next question next question trevor phillips wants to know belvoir or beauchamp castle just so i can hear you pronounce them a bit like cockburns because i guess we're saying cockburns wrong even though that's how it's spelled so, I don't know. I assume it's pronounced like Bibbidi-Bob, cause it's, but it's spelt like Cockburns. So, is it is it pronounced something like Beauchamp Castle? Well, I don't know if, if he's expecting me me to say like Beauchamp instead Be- of Beauchamp. Beauchamp. And, I mean, I don't know. Belvoir? How would, here, it's B-E-L-V-O-I-R. Belvoir, Belvoir,
1: Bel, Blah. Belvoir. <laughs> there you go, Trevor. <laughs> Merry Christmas.
0: I don't know either of those castles, so I can't pick one, and I obviously can't pronounce them either. <laughs> Belvoir. Uh, <clears throat> okay, and then final question, Matt from Midlife Gamer asks, if you were given an unlimited budget and funds for a secret Santa for each other, what would you buy your co-host? What you gonna buy me, Tara?
1: (laughs) I would buy you a condo on the Riviera.
0: On the Riviera. With a
1: swimming pool.
0: Ooh. With
1: your own personalized masseuse. My own cabana boy. I hate to say that. That That's so sexist. (laughs)
0: We're Gen X. We're not, like, hip with the younger But crowd. fuck it, yeah! <laughs> hmm. I would buy you, like... Well, I would... Wherever you wanted to live. We would build you, like, the ultimate nerd lair with, like, super state-of-the-art computers and, like, I'll, like, <gasps> get you hooked up with, like, the experimental Xboxes and stuff so you get, like, latest <gasps> and greatest kind of things. <laughs> Super awesome, like gamer chair massage. You
1: know? Oh man, I thought I had it now, but <laughs> I, I'm I'm envisioning it.
0: Yeah, I think. Well, maybe I'll I'll just build that in, uh, in my house on the Riviera, and you can come stay there with me.
1: And then we'll live there together. Yay! You and me and your cabana boy, but
0: that's really sexist. And Jim and Jeff can come visit us once in a while. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. They can visit us for at least two weeks a year. And
1: you and me and Gil Gerard <laughs> standing out in your front yard in the Riviera with your cabana boy.
0: Oh my goodness. <laughs> Uh, so there was just a brief
1: appearance of jim sticking his tongue out at us in an exodus (laughs) he
0: didn't like the idea that we were just gonna let him come for two weeks
1: (laughs) hey any man would be happy to come for two Uh, weeks i
0: knew as soon as i said that Mm. Mm. was coming coming Mm. back to haunt me that's what she said score (laughs) two points on that note I think we should go. <laughs> on that note we should. All right. Well, you know, if you want to talk to us, come out mainly on Facebook. We have our page that you can like. But that's pretty much just I we put show the show link to the show and we put it out there. Really our Facebook group, which is a closed group, ask to join it. You know, right now we've been posting occasionally in it. Other people can post, too, if you have questions or if you want to, like, get game advice and stuff. Send us hate um, mail. Ah! I'll also put a shout out for the Midlife Gamer Facebook group because they're an awesome group of people. A lot of UK people out there, but,
1: you know, mm. they're very
0: friendly. We had a very interesting conversation about Toast this week. Mm-hmm. Did you see it? Somehow. Okay. So they're like, which is right? Which is the right way to c- cut toast? I know this is really sounds really boring, but no, no, they have the triangle way. Yep. And then they have the toast. So with there's the half and half. The butt, butt on the t- you know the top yep. of the toast. Yep. And then cutting it in half, so the top of the host toast and the bottom of the toast. No, I cut or down the middle of the butt. The middle. Yeah, on the middle. So everybody was like the middle kind. What kind of crazy way is that? Who does that? That's nuts. And I'm like, um, as an American, I have never seen anybody do it in half like that. They're just no. like, that's wrong. No. So we found another cultural difference that we do ours lengthwise and you do yours. What if I Whip. said
1: I don't cut my toast? I just fold that sucker in half like a sandwich and I <laughs> shove it in my mouth the American way. Somebody else way. did
0: say that, but I got a sandwich delivered today and it was cut the lengthwise and I am posted it on there. I'm like, just to annoy you Brits, here's the <laughs> picture of my sandwich. You're just oh. like, what kind of sacrilege is this? I'm like, and it's so weird because it is. it's just a cultural difference, but to me it makes total sense
1: that, that you're cutting you it
0: symmetrically. Symmetrically and that you have together. equal sides. So yeah. then you have some of the good crust, which is the top stuff, and some right. of the icky crust, which is the bottom stuff, on um, each piece. Is, why is
1: it good up there well, and it's icky down there? Because
0: the bottom crust is kind of, it's more crusty. It's like thicker and not as tasty as the fluffy stuff on top, in my opinion. Mm.
1: <laughs> hmm. I
0: guess it's just me. <laughs>
1: Cassandra likes her crust fluffy. <laughs>
0: all right so and
1: and with that you can get us at tmpgoti.com or at the most
0: popular girls on the internet facebook yes facebook we actually do have an email still that i get the emails from which yep. tmpgoti at gmail.com. So. Yeah,
1: send your hate mail there. We can read it privately.
0: <laughs> happy holidays. Happy new year. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we will talk to you soon, babies. Thanks for listening to us the back. Internet, Bye. They Bye. Are the most popular girl. They are the most popular, girl. They are the most popular girl on the internet. the most popular girls on the internet. Hey there, cats and kittens! <laughs> that's, the, <laughs> that's the worst introduction I've ever done. Hey, cat. That, again. <laughs> that was really bad. That's <laughs> me, okay. <Krusty> the Clown! <laughs> take two, take two.
1: <laughs> <coughs> um.